We're back. You're listening to Building Success Habits on the number one global business talk and news network on the internet, IBGR, International Business Growth Radio. I am Landina Cruz, and in the studio with me is my friend and colleague and fabulous businesswoman, Vala Kandi. This is episode number 32, How to Turn the Table on Failure in our series of Building Success Habits right here at ibgr.network. Let's turn those tables, baby. Yes. <laughs> yep. And our uh, quote is from Confucius. Confucius. Our greatest glory is not in never falling, but in rising every time we fail. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, yeah. Um, sorry, I need to correct myself. It's not uh, falling, it's failing. Our greatest glory is not in never failing, but in rising every time we fail. That's a it's a great quote, and um, but it, you know it's, it's how do we even how do we even go here? Turning the table on fairies. Let's just let's just keep going on. Nobody sits down and deliberately decides to develop negative traits. Right. These negative uh, failure, failure type personality traits, that acronym we talked about in the first episode. Nobody says, I want to be a failure and I want to have these these traits. Uh, but they but they don't also they don't just happen. They're not an indication of the they are an indication of the imperfection of human nature. Uh, so over time, we're learning these. We're learning these from other people. We're learning these from our, our experiences. And we then start nurturing them. But we don't have to. We don't have to. We can let them go. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, something happens and, and you know, an emotion comes up and, you know, somebody reacts to it and that kind of, you know, makes us feel good. And so subconsciously, now we're developing that trait that we're not even aware of it. And so we tend to um, recreate patterns subconsciously so that we can get that dose of dopamine, even though it's not a good dose. Yeah. And, and you know, we, we keep saying that this failure mechanism is there to protect us. And it's kind of like a steam boiler that has the pressure gauge that shows when they're reaching a danger point. We just want to recognize the potential danger so that can corrective action can be taken. And, and that's what's happening with us when we have these, these fears that, that come up, when it's frustration, when we're aggressive, when we have insecurity or loneliness or uncertainty or resentment or emptiness, that acronym of failure, it's just a safety mechanism. I have um, a quote that I wrote for myself, mm-hmm. um, and it says, I must do the work that fear tells me to run away from, oh. because that is where my treasure lies. Nice. Because the things that you're afraid of the most, mm-hmm. this is what we're talking about, things that, that is going to benefit you but you're getting out of your comfort zone and you're doing them. You want to recognize that fear. And like you said before, Donna, talk to, to it and say, thank you um, mm-hmm. for letting me know, but I got this now. Yeah. Do this. Yeah. yeah. And each of the negatives um, 
was originally adopted as a way to solve a difficult or um, a difficulty or a problem. We adopt them because we mistakenly believe them to be a way out of the difficult uh, situation. They have meaning and purpose, but are based on a mistaken premise. Mm. And what do you think about that? I think that's really deep. Yeah, it is. And, and, but it's just always remembering that the, the, the negative has to exist. The reason that we have these traits that are within us is it, they were there as a safety mechanism. They're there to protect us. When it becomes a problem is when we allow, when we don't put them back in check, when we just allow them to control the way that we're running our lives, our businesses, our relationships. And so we really want to um, just recognize them for what they are. Yeah, that they don't really, you know, they serve the purpose at that time because it says that each of these negative way, uh, negatives was originally adopted as a way to solve a, diff uh, a difficulty or a problem. Mm -hmm. So we did something negative because we needed to get out of a certain situation. Something was going on and we needed to get out and we did it that one time. And it could have been, it could have been on the elementary school playground <laughs> when you did something and, you know, all the kids were laughing at you and, or you, maybe, you know, you were having a sleepover or a birthday party or something and nobody showed up or, you know, all of these little things that happen throughout our lives, especially in those early formative years. And then we build up this safety mechanism so that we don't get hurt again because we don't like to get hurt. Uh, but the problem is that over time, it just keeps getting fortified and fortified and fortified. And we're saying at this point now, turn the table on it, analyze it, recognize it for what it is. If it's still serving to protect you in a valid way, keep doing it. But if it's not, there's a, you know, how, how else, what else can be done? How can it, how can, when it shows up, can you, and it's keeping you from the success that you want. That's the key right there. If it shows up and keeps you from the success you want because it's just trying to, and I'm using air quotes, protect you, find a way to tell it that you're going to be okay, that you got this, and that you can move on. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. And one of the, the, the best example, I think, um, is a speaker. You know, mm -hmm. they say that speaking is one of the biggest fear that people have. And so if you're a speaker and you're going to be afraid and you're not going to go forward, then how are you going to get your business going? How are you going to um, de deliver the message that you have? Yeah. You know, but what is it trying to what is it trying to protect you from? What is it going in your mind that you think that's going to happen? That is so horrible because all, all it does, all all the brain is doing is trying to protect you because if it sees it as a danger, it's going to do everything within its power to keep you alive. Yeah. But, but for most of these fears, they're, they are solely within us, especially when we're talking about other relationships with other people and, and we're trying to be safe through it. You know, what's the worst thing that can happen? So really the only way to cure these failure symptoms is through understanding and not by willpower. We can't will a habit away. 
we can't do that. <laughs> as much as we think we can, uh, it just doesn't work like that. The truth can definitely set us free from them. And the truth is, they do not work and they are not solving our problems. They were a safety mechanism and at, at, at a stage in our life. And at the time it did serve us. Now analyze it. Is it still continuing to keep you safe? And if so, from what do you still need it? And when we can see this truth, the same instinctive forces that caused us to adopt them in the first place will work on our behalf to get rid of them. The truth can set us free. Yes, sir. Or yes, ma'am, I sure can. We have to face it, embrace it, and chase it. And make sure that it's not going to harm us. It's not the boogeyman. You know, yeah. maybe at one time, um, you know, we did we did speak. I know that when I was little, I, I, I opened up a classroom to teach English. And um, after the parents said, yeah, yeah, we're going to send our kids. This is in the Dominican Republic. I set up all the chairs and everything and nobody showed, showed up. Mm. That was where my fear of uh, having inviting people and they're not showing up was born. Because, Interesting. Yeah. And so now the way that I get over that is to do more and more events or more speaking. Yeah. Having people show up. And if they don't, it's not the end of the world. And that's so true because when we replace, when we replace these, these negative memories of how things didn't go the way we wanted it to with smaller wins mm -hmm. over time, then, then because that, that's one of the things that I say when it shows up for me. And it's like, I, I understand you're just protecting me from this time. But do you remember this other time when it was we had success? Let's focus on that one. We can do success again. 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 And we just keep doing success over and over and over again. I, I do want to just touch on it one more time that we're not living in a bubble. <laughs> we understand that there, there is a, a place for failure, that we have a failure mechanism for a reason. It's there to protect us. Mm -hmm. what, we're, what we're saying over this last four episodes and over this last hour is that it's time to analyze when the failure mechanism is working to see if it's still serving us. Is it, is it, do we still need to be protected from it? Or is it, is it one of those hidden roadblocks, hidden barriers that's keeping us from our success? What do you think, Londina? I think so too. Um, just because you went uh, down, you know, um, a street one day and, you know, you twisted your ankles because you weren't looking down. I mean, like, you know, you were looking straight ahead, but you know, you twisted your ankle and sprained it doesn't mean that next time you go down that street, the exact same thing is going to happen. Yeah, that's exactly you know? right. So why be afraid of going down that street? You, you know that there are people that would say, I'm not going down that street because last time I was there, you know, I broke my ankle or whatever. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's not what our um, mechanism is trying to tell us. Yeah, yeah, you're so right. So we're going to wrap it up here, how to turn the table on failure, episode 32. It really is about the analyzing of the this failure mechanism that is a safety mechanism is another way to look at it and making sure that we still need protection in the, in the areas that it's showing up. 
take a look at the picture of failure, which is that acronym, frustration, aggressiveness, insecurity, loneliness, uncertainty, resentment, and emptiness. And just really give yourself an, an evaluation there. See, see where the, the, we need to, which ones need the tables turned. <laughs> and as always, we are here to have a conversation with you. Uh, if you go to ibgr.network, you can get our show notes under resources, or you can contact me directly at info, info at ibgr.network. Londina, your email address? Londina at londina.com. We would totally love to hear from you uh, on any of this, these topics uh, that we talk about on building success habits. If you can't tell, we just love talking about it. So we want to meet more people that enjoy that. Uh, the next week is removing emotional scars. It's gonna another another great episode. I just lo- love this book. Yes, can't so, wait that one. Be sure to come back and tune in. Uh, wrapping up, uh, how to turn the table on failures in our series, building success habits on the IBGR network with Donna 